Hey guys, this is Emma from the band Serenia, and you are listening to Interview Under Fire. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is once again your host, Sunny, along with Emma Zoldan. Quite the honor. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today in IUF. This is an important and exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Serenia with the release of your 10th studio album, Riddles, Ruins, and Revelations, which releases February 12th on Napalm Records. You know, first off, Emma, I want to say, you know, congratulations on all of the well-deserved recognition you guys have been getting so far, especially with the singles Addiction Number 1 and We Come to the Ruins. So many great things to talk about coming up here. But before we get to that, I'm going to ask, you know, a very important question. You know, how are you? I I, I believe you're in France right now. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm yeah. So how's life out there? How, how have you been since our lives have pretty much changed from one year ago, surprisingly? Well, after this uh, complicated month uh, uh, of uh, doubt uh, and uh, the end of the year was really hard for me, for for the band, for for everybody. I think because uh, in terms of uh, making plans and uh, planning the, the future was a bit complicated, a bit depressing. Not to be together again, not to ring uh, together. But with this new uh, new year, I don't know. There is maybe a new energy. Uh, yeah. I feel in more optimistic, optimistic. Uh, um, uh, way and uh, I I'm really I really want to make plans to 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 uh, to be optimistic in the future and uh, not to be totally depressed it's important you know to continue to to uh, to have projects yeah definitely and making the best of the situation is definitely important easier said than done and you guys are doing it with a new record this is a nice way to kick things off a new year you know and mm -hmm. You know, being away from the stage a lot as of late, how are you keeping up your vocals these days, Emma? Is that affecting your musicianship? Has anything changed for your routine-wise lately, if at all? I never stopped uh, uh, training my voice. Uh, I have worked, uh, yes, I have worked uh, much more than usual because, you know, when we are in a touring uh, or in an opera production or something, uh, you are, uh, you know, in the in the doing your, your, your job as uh, as good as you, you can but you're not necessarily have the time you know to train to uh, to work on the technical aspects of the voice so for me it has been the occasion to focus more on on these aspects so um, I have tried new things experiments new technical uh, uh, vocal things so it was interesting um, in terms of uh, uh, musicianship, of course, it's uh, it's not the same. Uh, yeah. Being far away, my my bandmates, and that's maybe the more complicated thing, being away from them. So we are um, talking almost every day on WhatsApp. We are keeping the contact. It's very important. But I miss them as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you put it pretty much the best way. But you know, it is being a singer. I know it's a it's a very challenging thing to. I mean were removed from the stage life for almost a year. And speaking of which, you know, with the stage life, and we all know that, you know, Sirenia formed in 2001, but you, Emma, since then, you have made a career singing at various operas in France for many years, and you've collaborated with several other bands and projects like, you know, Mortimia, Penumbra, 
Trail of Tears, Teresa's, and then you joined in 2016. But, you know, throughout your career, you've done some touring. You've played at, you know, uh, sung at Brainstorm Festival, Summer Breeze. You've also performed at 70,000 Tons of Metal, which is a huge feat for Sirenia. You've also done, you know, Female Metal Voices Tour. So I wanted to ask, you know, how was the touring life for you personally? Because, you know, and now that we mentioned all these festivals that you've been a part of, we're all now kind of just taking like an unexpected step back. And does it make you have a growing appreciation of the touring life now? I have appreciated it from the beginning, to be honest. I was not used to that, of course, because when we are making an opera production, it's not the same comfort uh, conditions. It's not the same. Uh, it's not the same at all. But uh, I have loved it a lot. You know, the, the rough aspect of it. I have... Uh, I was in need, I think the moment I joined the band as, a, as the lead singer, I was in need of something else, you know, of something mm -hmm. more rough, something more. <laughs> so, of course, it was completely different from what I was used to, but that was okay. I have loved it. Yeah, and, and I definitely heard it in this album. It showed the, I think it showed, for me, it showed the progression of Sirena. For, I mean, for as long as I've been following the band, I mean, I think you were the perfect addition to whenever the band came along 2016. You know, with the Dim Days of Dolor album, which came out, you know, that was your first album with them. And, you know, one thing that I do want to ask, because you've taken in a lot of experience throughout your career and you have performed at many bands, you've collaborated many, with many artists. And we've seen this for the last year or so. This has been a popular topic is live streaming. You know, a lot of the bands, what they do on stage, they're taking it to the screen like we're doing right now. But I wanted to ask, you know, with all the experience you've taken in, do you think with all this, you know, quarantine and live streaming that we're seeing, the surge from all these bands that are, that are doing these performances, you know, is that going to affect the touring musician business going forward, do you think? Is this going to still happen even after all this pandemic's over? I think, of course, the music industry is will be... Uh, terribly affected by that it, it is already the case a lot of i have a lot of friends of mine that are uh, have decided to stop doing music because they don't have the choice then uh, finding a, a daily job because the situation is, is really really complicated um, regarding uh, streaming i think it's something that is uh, really important for the artists, if we want to keep the contact with the fans, if we want to 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 be, I don't know if I'm really fitting with your what you are asking. It's no, no, yeah, that's that's perfect. No, yeah. you you said it perfectly. Yeah, if you wanted to finish what you were saying there, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. yeah, go and ahead. I th I th streaming can be a good solution, uh, at least for the moment. Uh, waiting for the situation is uh, improving in, in in the right way. It can be a good solution for us as a band uh, with a musician coming from different parts of the world. It's a bit more complicated to organize. Um, it's more easy, I think, when we you are all uh, living in the same country. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but we have to think of, we are we have to, to to think about that, to talk about that, and to find solution because I think we have to we have to to do in this direction. Yeah. And what did I say earlier? You know, it's making the best of the situation. And I like asking that question. There's no right or wrong answer to that because some artists that I've spoken to, they say, yeah, I would love to do live streaming. It's uh, it keeps me engaged with the fans. And some artists would say, oh, I'm not doing anything until all this is over, you know. And, you know, I don't know if that has crossed uh, your mind, Cyrene, if, if you guys are 
planning on doing something as far as live streaming because with the new album you know it's it's challenging with the pandemic i don't know if that's something you guys have talked about yes of course it is challenging it's yeah. not we are used to, to to make a release in this kind of uh, situation yeah and i know we've covered so many topics right now but i promise we'll get to that 10th album right now riddles ruins and revelations comes out february 12th on napalm records and this is the follow-up to the 2018 record arcane astral aeons now, when I heard this album, you know, it was a blended fusion of symphonic, opera, gothic metal. It's, it also felt very diverse from blending sounds from the band's earlier albums with the latest albums. And the direction felt so fluid and the song structure felt very consistent. And each song stood out on its own, you know, from Addiction Number 1 to Into Infinity to uh, Downward Spiral, December Snow, even the Desireless 1986 cover or a uh, Voyage Voyage. Hopefully I said that rec correctly. You know, so I wanted to ask, you know, when did the writing for a record like Riddles, Ruins, and Revelation start for you guys? What? Sorry, can you repeat the question more slowly, please? For oh, no, no, you're okay, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to ask, when did the writing for the new album, Riddles, Ruins, and Revelation start? Yeah, uh, for me, it's I'm probably not the best person to to answer this question because, uh, as you probably know, uh, Martin is the one who is uh, writing, composing, and arranging mm -hmm. the the songs. Um, from what I know, um, the album was uh, ready when the pandemic uh, uh, began. Okay. Well, I think maybe it it was working on it uh, some months before. But okay. I mean, from uh, regarding the the creative uh, process on the album, we are not really taking part on it. Uh, Martin comes with a um, with a project that is already done, and we just uh, add our interpretation. We go through the songs together with him uh, during the recording process, but uh, we are not taking part in the in the creative one. Let's talk about Morton for a second, because you know most parts of Riddles, Ruins, and Revelations were recorded at Audio Avenue Studios in Stavanger, Norway. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was mixed and mastered entirely by your bandmate, Morton. Was there a sense of comfortability in the studio for you, Emma, knowing that, hey, Morton's working on pretty much everything on the album with you? It's the way we have worked from the beginning. We have always worked uh, this way. And in the same time, I... Uh, even if everything is already ready, uh, wrote and everything, uh, Martin always give me, um, uh, you know, uh, freedom in the interpretation. We talk about, I always try to, to, uh, to see what he wants exactly in terms of uh, interpretation, color or everything. And um, when I have it, I take uh, some, um, how to say that, uh, uh, I give him uh, other propositions sometimes, saying, oh, maybe uh, can I try this uh, thing on this uh, sentence? Uh, how do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, yeah, like your own style, your own you know, perspective, the way you want to sing it, the right. delivery. Yeah, sometimes he he, uh, he has in mind a kind of an emotion on, on the sentence, and I have another one, so we, we just try which one is fitting the, the, the best. And he's open-minded to, to, to that. He's not, you know, focused on only on what he has in his mind. And, you know, between writing and structuring the songs and the production process like we talked about, Emma, what challenges did you face this time around? 
that you didn't face with, you know, Arcane Astral Eons or Dim Days of Dolor or any of your previous work outside of Serenia? Like, what was, what stood out the most about this new record to you? First, it, due to the COVID situations, of course, things were totally different than uh, in the previous uh, albums. Uh, first, from the beginning, I'm recording with Serenia. Uh, we are recording in France, in Marseille, in uh, Terry uh, Sound Studio in, in France. And it was the first time that we didn't do that there. And we had to... Uh, uh, to, to find another solution. It's the first time that we didn't uh, record the Syrian choir. Yeah, on okay. The, on the pronunciation. <laughs> no, no, that was good. <laughs> uh, so we had to, 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 to do differently this time. It was a, a bit, uh, you know, uh, disturbing. We had to move the dates of recording. We had to, no, nothing came easily. Uh, we had to, to find solutions for the mix because we couldn't uh, do the mix with a Jakob Hansen like uh, we did previously. Oh, wow. So things that we had to, to, to find to find solutions really fast and really in some days sometimes, for example, for the video, uh, we had to, to, to cancel the video shooting that was uh, planned. We had to find a... To find solutions to 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 have the images in time to for the video release, so we had to adapt all the time, all the time, and that's why I feel really happy and proud about this album because it was really difficult to 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 uh, to make things happen, and we did it. <laughs> yeah, and it sounded amazing. Of course, you know, I'm of course I'm a fan of millions, but I just want to put that out there. And, and Jakob Hansen, he's a very uh, popular name that. A lot of artists I've spoken to, he's a very, you know, renowned producer. But, you know, regarding the situation, you guys did what you had to do. And look, look at this. The album turned out amazing. So I don't know if you can answer this question, but but this is a very interesting one to ask. I like to ask, you know, all my artists, you know, the lyricism, the lyrics for Serenia surrounds themes such as like life, death, love, hate, you know, mental decline. So Emma, you know, how important are theme are themes to you? Is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience? And is there a theme with this new album? I think uh, as it's Morton that is uh, writing the songs, I think uh, he would answer better than me but from, <laughs> okay. but from my feeling from what I I, I think uh, is the best answer to this question, I, I don't think that Morton is writing um, to please the audience, you know, it's not. Uh, of course, he's happy if if, if the audience is uh, is uh, is uh, satisfied with his work. But I think it's more than these teams are uh, just uh, inside him, and is it's uh, uh, teams that are inspiring for him. It's yeah. I, th I think it's just my my opinion. I think it's it's uh, the only motivation for him. He has things to express on these teams and he writes songs about that. He's not, I don't think he's a writing on these teams just to please to the, the fans. I don't think so, but maybe I'm mistaken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many things to pick apart about Cyrenia's, you know, uh, themes and like uh, the, you know, especially with their history, you know? So yeah, it's, it's a very interesting question I like to ask because even, even you, you have your own perspective too. Every band member has their own perspective when mm -hmm. it comes to delivering the lyrics, delivering the sound, delivering, the way the song is meant to be heard, you know? So as, as a vocalist that, I mean, that, that was, that was a perfect response. Cause you, you're showing your, your own perspective where your mind is at when you sing those lyrics, you know, now with riddles, ruins and revelations, 
do you see this album as a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life looking back, Emma? It can be. For me, uh, in my interpretation of the, of the album, it is definitely. There is a lot of things that I, in which I recognize uh, myself, you know. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. you understand what I want to express, but uh, this album speaks a lot to me. Um, from, from the title, um, Riddles, Ruins and Revelations, um, to the, um, the lyrics of, of the songs. I mean, uh, in my opinion, it's only my interpretation because I, I, think, I know that Morton is not, uh, he, he prefers to, to leave the, the, the fans uh, interpreting uh, the sense of a title of a lyrics. But me, for me, uh, there is always, my, my uh, interpretation of this album is from the ruins, from ashes, from nothing, from the destruction, always can be born something, you know, brighter, something stronger, something uh, uh, new. And I think it's, for me, it's the direction of this album. We are going in, into a new direction. Yeah. Something different and definitely that it, I recognize myself in, in this. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to, I think it's easy to, when you look back in the year like 2020, and if you release an album at that time, it's easy to look back and say, oh, this was the pandemic album, you know, and I I feel like it's easy. I mean, we had a lot of great music come out last year. I mean, let's make no mistake about that. But I think for you, everything that you're telling me, when you release a new album, it, especially during a pandemic, especially creating music during that time, it allowed you a chance to grow personally and artistically right is that a way to look at it as well of course i think on every uh, when i listen every album of the sirenia from the beginning i hear uh, all the time you know a kind of a, um, a new thing on every album kind of there is an evolution on every album in my opinion uh, i think maybe uh, one of the sirenia uh, force is uh, being able to take risks in terms of, uh, uh, you know, exploring new things, exploring new sounds, new, new. Uh, the first album from Serenia and new uh, Serenia albums are really different. I mean, yeah. even if we never lose, uh, in my opinion, the essence, the identity of Serenia and the sound, it's always at the first uh, um, listening, you know, that it's a song from Serenia. I think this band has grown during the the years and uh, and the times and um uh, and that's quality because after so many years if you do all the time the same thing it's boring for for the fans and for yourself as musicians it's important to explore new new things yeah and you know when i talked about the album earlier it 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 did remind me of sirena's earlier days and you guys are mixing new sirena you talked about this being a new chapter so this album, it felt like just a combination of the two, and it was blended so well. And I can't wait for the fans to hear it. Obviously, you know, Emma, from the from the different from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you have taken in, which we have discussed about already, all the way from performing in various operas around France to partnering up with bands like, like I said before, Mortimia, Penumbra, Trail of Tears, and Teresa's, and then to joining such a prominent symphonic metal band like Serenia in 2016 have your aspirations as a person 
you know, have they changed or evolved since when you first started singing and performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently now? Of course, of course I do. Mm -hmm. I think you are learning all the time from your experiences, from uh, uh, everything you are, uh, you have the occasion to, 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 to experiment in life in different kind of style of music and even in your uh, life ex ex experimentations. And um, of course, uh, there is things that I won't do the same now than, uh, uh, than before when I was uh, 17 or 20 years old. Uh, I think it's a question of maturity too. We uh, we learn from from what we we experiment in music and in life in general. So I'm not the same than I was uh, yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're, we've all changed 20 years ago, and now, you know, of course, the pandemic has changed all of us, and that's one way to look at it. You know, uh, Emma, this has been such an honor, but I wanted to ask this one last question because now everything you're telling me, I feel like this would be an interesting question to ask. If you weren't a musician, what would you be doing right now? If I was, sorry? If you were not a musician or a singer, yeah. what would you be doing right now? I would be, for sure, a painter. I would do some uh, some uh, paintings or drawing, for sure, a graphist or something with a drawing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love I love that because when I grew up, you know, I, I actually play violin. So, um, and I still have my violin, you know, if I wasn't doing, if I wasn't involved in, you know, media and like journalism, I would, I, it's funny because I would probably be a musician. <laughs> so it's like, it's like the other way around when you're telling me that's a very interesting, that's a very interesting thing to hear about artists because it, it taps into a different dimension mm -hmm. that allows them to be creative and, and, you know, in different platforms. So I love that you do that. And hopefully you still do that. I don't know if you do still do that in your spare yeah. time. I it's probably the, the, the direction I, I should uh, have taken if if, I, if it was not music, but I'm I'm still uh, I'm always painting. It's something that is really important in my life. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I hope you still keep doing it, and I hope you still keep singing because uh, you've done an amazing job on both platforms. I hope you still continue to do it. Now, before we finish things off here, do you have any you know last words, any shout outs, anything you wanna? mention about Sirenia to the people who are listening before we finish off this interview? I don't know, maybe just that I, regarding the, the new album that is coming, that I'm, uh, I just hope that uh, the fans will enjoy it. And uh, I hope they will love this album as much as we do because uh, we are really happy with this album. And uh, so I can't wait for the next, yeah. uh, for the next single and for the release. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, the vaccines are, are out are out right now. And uh, who knows what things look like around the end of 2021. Hopefully, you guys can come into the States, come to Dallas, and then we can do an actual in-person interview with you or, you know, Morton or Michael, whoever wants to do that, you know, because I miss doing the in-person interviews, of course. Yeah, of and, course. and I've done probably like 100 of these already. I'm like a professional podcaster now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but it is what it is. So... Emma, I hope you stay safe out there in France. Um, you know, uh, hopefully we can do this again. Like I said before, everyone who's listening, this is Emma from Serenia. The new album, Riddles, Ruins, and Revelations, comes out February 12th on Napalm Records. If you can, buy the album. The bands could use the help because it's easier said than done. I mean, they'll be on the road as soon as you know. And you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams, on Apple's, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you have. Check us out on interviewunderfire.com. 
Emma, thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we'll do this again next time, okay? Thank you very much. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.